Bear. I'm board certified professional organizer, Kathy Burns. I'm really glad you're here. This podcast is designed for busy entrepreneurs just like you who want to take better control of your business and move forward with less stress and more success. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Organized Energized Podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at thepodcast.organizedandenergized.com. Come back often and feel free to add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Organized Energy and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Hi, everyone. This is Kathy, and I'm back. I am with Julie Caraccio. She's an award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer and certified life coach. She's passionate about helping people declutter and supporting people in clearing their stuff in all areas of her life, getting organized and becoming more mindful. She hosts a popular self-help podcast, Clear Your Clutter Inside and Out. And she's also the author of 14 books, including Got Clutter, 365 Journal Prompt Series. She's happily married to Tony, and she's at the beck and call of four rescue cats. She is my girl. I have two cats myself. This will be an insightful interview with my colleague, Julie. So let's get started. Hi, Julie. Thanks for being here. Hey, Kathy. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, is it's a good day today. Um, I, I, you're a certified life coach and professional organizer. Can I ask, what did you do prior to that? Prior to that, starting my business, I was in fund development. I was a director of development. So in the nonprofit world, writing grants mainly and saying, Hey, give us money. Okay, cool. Why did you decide to become a life coach, professional organizer girl? I had just moved from Los Angeles to Raleigh, North Carolina. It was a very intuitive move. I woke up one morning and heard move to Raleigh. So I've learned to always follow my intuition. So I had gotten a job, probably the worst job I've ever had in my professional life. And I knew right away, this is crazy town. So I said, I just don't want to jump to another job. So what can I do that will help people and make a difference in their lives? So I got to get paid also, and that I'd enjoy doing. And so I thought about it and thought about it. And I was like, I've been organizing and helping people to clutter. I just never knew it was a job. And so that's how it started. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us have a similar path where we're like, is that really a job? Oh yeah. I guess people actually do that for a living. Wow. That's pretty cool. (laughs) When I first started, I do know what score is. Oh yeah. I, for people listening, if they don't know score helps their retired entrepreneurs who, whatever their specialty is, help people. So when I first went to them for help, they're like, you want to do what? What? Really? You can, people do that. And I was like, yeah, there's a whole, it's NAPO. It's people do it. And they were shocked because a lot of the old school people never heard of it. Yeah. That's the thing about score. I love score. I mean, I think they're a great resource, but, but a lot of them are older and, you know, for, for new things, maybe not so much, but they still, you know, business is back to the basics and they still really help you build a really good infrastructure. Uh, So if any of you out there are looking to switch careers or, uh, you know, explore what you might want to do. Well, I always say when you grow up with your real career or the career that has purpose, you know, check out SCORE and SBA and SBDC is great mm-hmm. resources. So yay, <laughs> that's good. Mm-hmm. So um, let, let's talk a little bit about what you do. Now, I know you do, I'm, I'm very intrigued about the end of life decluttering and end of life health. I, I, when I help clients declutter uh, after transition, after someone in their 
life very important is transition um it's really precious work to me so talk to me about how that process works and how you help clients with uh, end of life clearing sure so i got started because about three years ago my dad had a meeting with me and my brother saying here's what i want to do at end of life and it kind of shocked me i was was upset but my mom passed recently so it was a lot of stuff had been done not everything and i knew in that moment as upset as i was is it brings peace of mind because when someone dies or is in the process of dying you want to focus your attention solely on that and so i consider it a gift to support people in doing that prior you know you never know when your number is called so i think the earlier you do that the better especially if there are things you know that are important to you whether it's passing on your legacy that's something maybe that we can write up that's important maybe you want to start a foundation maybe you want to start a scholarship in your name so i really look at it holistically so of course there's a physical stuff and i'm not an attorney i don't play one on tv but i have to tell you if i have if you help as you know you get to help people organize and and declutter, then they can go to the attorney and say, here's what I want and have everything organized. So they're not paying the attorney $200 an hour to go through paperwork or whatever. So it's getting paperwork organized. It's thinking about end of life care. How do, has, do you have all your healthcare stuff together? Who's your healthcare proxy? You know, where are we going to store all these important papers? And we have to let people know that. What do you want to do with your digital afterlife? Do you want to can your Facebook page or do you want to to continue. Do you want to do something cool and send messages after you've died to people that you can set up? So it's thinking about all of those things that you want to do. Wow. Yeah. You know, there's so many missing, uh, so many moving pieces and so many pieces that people don't consider just like, you know, Facebook messages afterlife. And, and I've seen that and it's hugely impactful when it's done properly. And uh, what, what amazing work you do. Oh, wow. You know, like I say, there's so many moving pieces. There's a lot to consider. And thank goodness that uh, we have people like you who are and, and you know, our profession in general uh, can help people with that. So it's really good. So I really want to touch on that because I think that's super important right now. But let's pop back into entrepreneurship. So what do you feel is the biggest obstacle that you encountered when you started your new life profession right as an organizer what type of obstacle did you have to overcome as an entrepreneur i think for me one of the biggest and this might sound counterintuitive but was saying no because i think it is so important to say no one you know um, that you can work on your business 24 7. well in order to be amazing for your clients you have to be your best possible self and if you are constantly scattered you're constantly doing things you have to learn to be able to say no and something else that i knew right from the beginning i'll never forget i had just started my business and someone said hey i want you to drive down to fayetteville which is about 90 minutes from where i was living in raleigh and you know i want you to do all this work but they can't really afford you they can pay you this amount of money well when you look at my time and and i said no and i had just started out and i didn't have a lot of business but setting that boundary because i believe you know you're not just setting the physical and emotional boundary you're setting the energetic boundary saying i have i believe in myself i have worth and i'm going to say no and i'm going to let everyone else know that so saying no is a huge thing. You can't go to every networking event. You can't be everything to every client. So saying no is really important. 
I totally agree with that. And I found that out early in a career when I had a publishing a design agency that, you know, saying no is really the, the biggest sign of professionalism that you can do for yourself and for your clients. You know, the ability to say no with with grace and without mm -hmm. stress and yes. knowing that it's all going to be fine. You're a much better business person and you're much better able to help your clients. I love that. So saying no is a huge, huge thing. Um, so um, that would be, what would you say would be an, an obstacle? So you, you overcame that, you learned how to say no, but did you have any kind of things that were like the hiccups when you first started that you had to figure out as an entrepreneur? Hmm, I'm trying to think. Well, I don't know if I'd consider this a hiccup, but there are, where I lived at the time, there were a lot of professional organizers, you know, almost you could throw a stone and hit someone. So what I also, this was, this ties into this, I believe, is that I had to figure out what's my niche? Who is it that I'm going to serve? And very early on, I was the first professional organizer in the state of North Carolina to focus on sustainable organizing. And people said to me, you're going to be dead in the water. You have made a huge mistake. You are not, you know, just get out now, bow out gracefully. And I thought, well, one, it's who I am and I can't change who I am. I'm never force anyone to be sustainable, but if I'm green, I'm always going to share that. And instead of tanking, I found success. So I think that that was, does that answer a little question a little more? Yeah, absolutely. You know, finding a niche is so important. And I think as professional organizers, we all start kind of general. And as soon yes. as we can niche down, the better, because we are our own avatar. I'm sure that your clients are like you. My clients are like yeah. me. You know, we are our own uh, beacon in, in, in the darkness, right? So mm -hmm. we shine our light and those that, that need what we have will have it. But if you're not specific about who you are, the beacon's not there. It's just like a big, you know, white light, right? It doesn't yeah. really help all. Like you say, you know, there's a lot of professional organizers. I love the fact that there's a lot of professional organizers and I love interviewing other organizers like you because, you know, there's so much business out there and there's so many people that need specific things from yes. us specifically, you yes. know, for sure. So, um, so I totally, um, I commend you for that. It, you know, it takes a while to figure out when I first started, I was a professional organizer and image consultant and I still am. Okay. And at the beginning, there was no one else who did image. And for me, it made total sense because mm -hmm. I'm in their closet and I'm not yeah. just saying, have you not worn it for a year? I'm like, why are you not wearing this? Or you shouldn't be wearing this. And for me, it made sense. Now, you know, I'm one of the old timers in the industry. <laughs> now there's a lot of new artistic creative organizers coming on the scene who are also image consultants and they get it because it totally yeah. works. So I niched out as well. And then also as being a serial entrepreneur for 30 years, you know, helping other entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So what do you think would be um, another piece of advice that you would give to, uh, to entrepreneurs that are trying to stay organized and keep their business together? Uh, do you have any, any quick tips that you'd like to provide to the listeners? I would say get a handle on email. I think that's so important. And so a tip is to think of it as processing instead of answering. Oh, I've got to answer email. But if you say, hmm, I've got to process email. So am I going to do something? Am I going to delete it? Am I going to delegate it? Or is it something, you know, okay, I need to respond and think more thoroughly and respond later. So I think email is important. I believe also responding to everyone. Even if it's not a right client for you, then say, hey, you know what? I'm not a good fit for you. 
but having a good referral system and say, hey, you know, talk to Kathy. She's an image consultant. She's someone I can help you clear your closet, but she can take you a step further and say you might not be wearing it because it doesn't look good. So I think it's always important to have good referral partners. And then again, know that you can't be everything to everyone. Find out, you know, who you like to work with, what your skills are, and don't worry about that. What you put out, you get back in life. So if you're always referring people, that'll come back to you. If you're honest and you don't waste their time or yours, that is a good thing for you. It's not a bad thing. I love that. I think it, having a good referral network too um, just makes you more professional, mm -hmm. and it allows you to re, it allows you to let go of that potential business that you shouldn't be doing anyhow, because you yeah. know, it'll come right back around again. I'm, you know, we're on the same page, girlfriend. So <laughs> I love that. Okay, so you have something you could uh, give our readers, what is it that you're going to offer uh, that's a valuable free product that they can grab and I'll put the link down below, by the way. Perfect. Thank you. So they've go to reawakenyourbrilliance.com. I have a free self assessment. I'm going to ask you 10 questions and you can discover your clutter priority. If you're like, ah, I feel kind of clutter, but I don't know where to start. And so we've got 10 questions for you. And depending on what your priority is, I give you a quick action tip. So bam, you do the assessment and you can get started on decluttering your life. Yep. Cause you know what? The most important thing is to just start. That's what I always yes. say. It doesn't matter where you start, just start somewhere. So uh, take, take the questionnaire and that might help you jettapult and get, get kick started into your projects. So as we end up this interview, the only thing that I wanted to ask you, Julia, is yours, what's the one thing that I should have asked you that I did not ask you? I guess I'd probably say, what's your best piece of advice for life? Because, you know, we can't separate our professional our personal. So I'd like to say to everyone listening and watching to remember that you are good enough you are worthy and you are loved no matter what, because if you feel worthy, then you're going to shine your light. Even if someone wants you to dim it, if you're loved, then you don't have to feel like you're competing with someone and go out and buy a bunch of things. So it's important to remember that and that we need you to share your gifts now with the world more now than any other time. in, in my view. Absolutely. And we all have our own unique gifts. And I truly believe that, putting it out there and shining your light. You're a beacon for those who need what you have. And even if you don't feel that you have something unique, you do. There's yes. something very unique that you can offer. And it's just a matter of finding out what that is and doing what I think the way to find out what it is. And tell me if you think this is right, Julia's experimenting, like do something and see how it feels. Does that feel like really exciting to you and really cool? If it does, that, that could be the gift that you have to offer. Do you agree with that? A thousand percent. I mean, you want to wake up and be filled with joy, but oh yeah, I can work with a client today. I'm going to get to help them. I'm going to have fun. You know, you want to be in joy. I mean, how many of us are like, oh, Monday morning, right? <laughs> and then here it comes around again you know, life's short, embrace it. You have to do what you're meant to do. And I, everyone listening has a skill. Everyone listening has a talent, you know? So we sometimes get these messages that maybe our parents or our friends or family or society told us, you can't do that. No, you know, like you said, it's, it, there's no mistakes. It's about learning lesson. Try something. Yeah, I thought it'd be fun. Not really. And then you course correct and you try something else. It's about being enjoyed. 
Yes, being in joy. We are so synchronistic. I, I am just so enjoying this interview. You know, we think alike. Um, and I think, you know, our profession in, in, in general are a bunch of optimists and we're a bunch of people that grab the opportunity to do what we really love because there's so many other things that we can do in life, but helping people release the stuff that's holding them back really that's my juice you know people think i'm disorganizing their stuff or whatever it's really allowing them to be more free so that they can find their purpose so that they can live in joy and you know i always say we're kind of sneaky like that aren't we as professional organizers <laughs> it's true it's true it, there's a bigger purpose yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? This has been a delight. I'm so appreciative of your of your time. Uh, everybody grab the resource down below and have a stellar week. And thank you so much, Julie, for being a guest. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me, Kathy. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to hear more, feel free to subscribe on the platform of your choice. Also, if you feel so inclined, I would truly appreciate a good rating from you to me. Have a stellar day.